0: Morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are in Proverbs 16, verse 17, and verse 18. Let's say a word of prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Teach us something new today. Draw us near to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, verse 17. Verse 18 is going to look very familiar. Very familiar. A lot of people quote this verse who probably don't even realize that it comes from the Bible. Um, Not specifically referring to Christians there, but just in general. Uh, Pride goes before destruction, right? Pride comes before a fall. So um, we've seen this, we know this, but let's, let's talk about it. Let's dig a little bit deeper this morning. Okay, verse 17 says, The highway of the upright turns aside from evil. Whoever guards his way preserves his life. Now this, this theme, this metaphor, for anyone who, who knows the Bible in, in any capacity is going to recognize this. We see throughout Scripture this this metaphor of life being like a race or being a roadway or a path is constantly used um, in a description of person's spiritual walk. Um, So we see this continually time and time again. The theme runs all through scripture. Now it's some important things to highlight about this and just to recognize and to contemplate and to think about. So we need to understand that life and decision making and making a decision to either choose righteousness, the path of God, or to choose unrighteousness, which would be the evil path, which would be the path of sin, it's not just a single step thing. This is a multiple step process in these decisions of life. And each and every step, in a sense, is almost like an individual decision that you make in your life. And so as you make decisions, there's going to be times where you veer off the path and you take your eyes off of the Lord. And maybe you're heading off the path of righteousness. And then by the grace of God, he steers you back on to the path of righteousness. And that's kind of the Christian walk. It gets bumpy. You run off the road a little bit. You get distracted. And um, that's kind of the idea and the mentality that we need to carry with this process or this idea of you being on a highway. You being on a long roadway of life with multiple steps and multiple decisions. Now, the other thing too to really point out here and and think about is the idea that this highway of righteousness that we are commanded to walk or we are encouraged to walk on is not an easy thing. And we really see Jesus talk about this in Matthew. So Matthew 7:14 says, "For the gate is narrow and the way or the highway is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few so why is the the righteous roadway such a challenging thing why is it so challenging well one reason is we're going to face um trials and tribulations that's one thing and the bible makes that very clear that if you are choosing the path of life the highway of righteousness you're going to face opposition opposition from the sinful world Okay, you will face that. You're going to face um, trials and tribulations just from living in a sinful world. There's going to be physical ailments and pains. You're going to age. You're going to deal with sickness, death, all of those things. Okay, now the other aspect of this challenging walk on the righteous highway is the fact that you are constantly warring and battling with your sinful nature. okay. That's one of the big reasons why this path is hard, because constantly your heart, your sinful nature that we are all born with, okay, the Bible makes that very clear, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is righteous, not one person. That means no one left alone to themselves will choose the highway of righteousness. We need God to work in us to steer us in that direction. We will not choose it on our own. And so that is the challenge. That is the, the challenge of walking the, the highway of righteousness is we are constantly enticed by sin. And our sin nature is constantly telling us, don't go that way, go this way. So it's a battle. It's a hard road to walk. We, we are constantly wanting to steer, drift away and off the path and onto a different path. And we have to constantly go back to God's Word and seek after the Lord for help to to steer us back in the right direction. So the idea is that you're tempted to do things that you know God's Word says are wrong. But you are actively working and fighting and pushing back against those desires that you have with your sinful nature in order to do what you know is right. The point is is that there are a lot of things in life that feel good and feel nice to do. But when you look in God's Word, it's very, very clear that that lifestyle or those things are not right. They are sinful. They dishonor God. Just because something feels good and feels right to you does not mean that it is good and that it is right. Okay? Okay. And we need to always remember that. That's why this path, this highway of righteousness is so hard to walk. is because we want to follow our hearts. And our culture tells us, follow your heart, follow your heart. Do what your heart says, okay? And the Bible never encourages that. The Bible encourages us to follow God's word, to follow what God says, his path of righteousness. It's going to be hard because you're going to be battling against your own sin nature to do the right thing because your heart's going to tell you to do this over here. It's going to feel better. That's the temptation. It's the same temptation of the serpent in the Garden of Eden that he gave um, Adam and Eve. The temptation, hey, this is going to bring more joy. This is going to make you happier. This is what's going to feel right. And it felt right, and it felt good to Adam and Eve. But it only led to death and destruction for them and all of mankind. And so the righteous path is hard. It's narrow, and it's hard to, to walk because we're warring against the sin nature. And, the, and we've got to continue that fight, and we've got to continue that battle. As Solomon says, whoever guards his way, your own guard constantly... To not follow the feelings of your heart, but to follow the truth of God's word, whether we like how it feels or not. That's going to preserve life. Okay, verse 18, as I said, we know it really well. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Be on guard, as Solomon says up here, be on guard, okay? Don't go into any situation, whatever it is, thinking you've got it figured out and you know everything. Always enter every situation and encounter assuming that you still have something to learn. You still have something to learn because that's going to put you on guard. That's going to make you more alert. When you think you got it all figured out, that's when you let your guard down. That's when you take your eyes off of Jesus, as Peter did walking in the water and you get distracted by the world around you. Understand, you need guidance. You need help. And this can happen on the path of life, too. You think you got it all figured out. You're thinking you don't need the Lord anymore. And it's very easy for you to be swayed by your own sinful heart to go off the path. And eventually you get off the path and all of a sudden you're on the path to destruction. So keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the truth of God's word. Never assume you've got it all figured out and can take care of it yourself. Don't trust your own heart. Don't follow your heart, okay? I'm speaking totally against our culture today. Don't follow your heart. We are commanded to follow God's word. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He knows what's best. He is what's going to keep you on the path of righteousness. Have a wonderful and blessed day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.